radio.fm in .sf here on the street corner, actually, at 21st in Florida because London Breed is a queen, and she and Gavin Newsom, God bless their souls, they opened up outdoor dining again in San Francisco. That is so exciting because that means that we at Mutiny Radio can use our jam permit. Oh, yeah! And our outdoor shared spaces permit. Heck yeah! Yeah! We got with the city and did all the stuff and jumped through the hoops. Of course we did. So please remember, outside, you must wear your masks. Um, that's a thing. Please remain socially distanced. I have distanced the chairs six feet apart from one another in groups of two. If you have a group of three or a group of four of people that you are fine with spitting in each other's mouths, feel free to move those chairs in a way that makes you feel comfortable. But please, for the safety of those around you, keep your mask on because that is important for safety. Safety, safety, safety first. And we're going to bring you comedy here, back on the street. I'm so excited. A great lineup. Also, it's clean comedy. No F-bombs, you know? Uh, Just because we've got neighbors and kids on the street, and we care about our neighbors. We love them. We love you neighbors at Mutiny Radio that wave at me all the time and go, Hey, Pam, how you doing? And I'm like, Hi, yeah, we're still here. And they're like, How are you alive? And I say, By the donations of people like you. You can always donate to our Venmo at Mutiny Radio, all one word, Bert and Ernie on the icon. Or you can just put money in that jar or come on by. Help keep us alive. Free speech, radical self-expression here in the mission at 21st in Florida, streaming all over the world at mutinyradio.fm. You can also find us. We have an app for the iPhone, thanks to Raul Sudhardson. He designed us an app. He's a genius. And you can get the free Mutiny Radio iPhone app and listen to us all the time. Or Radio Box is another great thing that we're on. You can also just stream us live from our own website, mutinyradio.fm. Click the Listen Live button. Yay. Okay, thanks for being here. We're going to listen to more of Natural Curves and sort of dance about with our masks on. And we'll be back with a great live comedy show. We've got four women, three men on the show. Not that we have to be gender specific. We have wonderful people that all want to perform for you. Coming up soon here on Mutiny Radio. Stay. Pretty familiar out here everywhere I play. Everywhere I play. 
Wasn't a party, more like a parade. Well, I'm out here riding, I'm happy and I'm paid. If you try and find me, you don't know where I stay. Pretty familiar, out here everywhere I play.
We're going to get started in five minutes with the amazing comedy of comedians you can't wait to see because outdoor comedy is back. Please remember, wear your masks outside. Be six feet distanced unless you're in your little group. You can move the chairs around to make your groups the way you want them to be. However, just make yourselves feel safe. Make your neighbors feel safe. Wear your masks. Be super cool. Like, they just opened it up. We don't want to mess it up. <laughs> so... Follow the rules. Um, yeah, masks, distance, and uh, be cool. And in now four minutes, we're going to start comedy here. MutinyRadio.fm and .sf.
Oh my gosh, yay! Yay, and then yay! 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 Show me that pretty mouth. I will. I'll do it. I'll show you that pretty mouth. That's been the new cat call I've been getting in the TL. Show me that pretty mouth. I get it. I'm wearing a mask. You want to see? You know, my thing is if, if, if you're not going to be wearing your mask because you're smoking or, or drinking or doing something, uh, the least you could do is smile at me. You know, for feminism. Can you, <laughs> can you smile? for feminism. Cute. Hi, welcome. Yay! We're out of our houses. London Breed is a queen. <laughs> she was like, it's okay. Keep wearing masks. We're all still alive. Hey! Hi! Yay! We got a honk. Uh, today I'm dressed like the art teacher everyone wanted to bone. <laughs> that's, that's the outfit I was going for. Thank you. I did it. I always know when I look cute when I walk through the tenderloin because I get propositioned for sex. <laughs> that's, that's how I know. I look darling. <laughs> they're, they're just trying to tell me I'm pretty. Uh, it's, it's the male gaze. It's everywhere. The male gaze. The male gaze. I hate the male gaze. But I love the male gaze because <laughs> they can give me a compliment on my shoes without being creepy. I like it. Love the gaze. Hate the gaze. <laughs> <sighs> Great wordplay on the street. Good. Six feet distance, everyone wearing masks. Hi, real people. Look at this. Real people. Real people. Comedians aren't real people. Did you know that? They're soulless monsters. Every, everyone. Good. <laughs> soulless monsters. Uh, so we're here at Mutiny Radio. Thanks for being here. Clap it up for yourselves right now. Yes. Mutiny Radio stayed alive during the lockdown of 2020. I can't believe it's still here. I'm like, wow. And I have to say, one of our comedians tonight inspired me so greatly today on the internet. He put a post that said he actually got through to EDD. And I was like, today's the day. And guess what happened? I got through too. Ah, there's a thing now, if you own a small business, you can actually get money. Like they're, Before they're like, good luck, and now they're like, okay, we get it. <laughs> You're having trouble <laughs> eating food. <laughs> it's a really good time, this COVID, to, uh, to be anorexic because they just, they don't, I, I don't like eating anyways, and they don't give me enough food, and I have to wait in line, and does this mask make me look fat? Like, are we going to be, okay, it's a good time. <laughs> also, you know, just working out all the time, walking everywhere. Yeah. They actually just opened up the 27 bus line again. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to gain five pounds. <laughs> Cause I've been walking from the tenderloin here every day, which is why I get cat complimented. I'm not going to call it cat calling anymore because I kind of like it. <laughs> like it's, But they're really saying nice, creative things to me. Like I was walking down the street and a gentleman said to me, girl. You've been living a long time to look 22. That's a compliment. <laughs> it's a compliment. I know I'm wearing a mask and you can't see my crepey neck, but like, oh, thank you. I walked by another gentleman and he looked me dead in the eyes and he was like, you know something. Oh. 
I've just always wanted people to think that I'm smart. <laughs> and like, he sees me. He like saw me. It, it does, it does burgeon the line into catcalling. Uh, I try not to wear skirts very often, specifically short skirts. A gentleman uh, looked at me and he goes, girl, I like that skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? <laughs> um, catcalling also gross. <laughs> like, why do you want to smell that dude's jizz? You know, like, that's gross. That's on you, man. 100% on you. It's actually on me. That's the problem. <laughs> That's why it smells so gross. <laughs> it's on me. Cat calling. I do understand cat calling. Who has a cat? Cat friends? Yes. Yay. Meow. Bow to your alien overlords, the cats. Yep. Meow. I love, I love cats. I cat call myself all the time because I have a new kitten. And I go, baby girl, come here. Come here, baby girl. And she like runs away. I'm like, baby girl, come here. I love you, I love you. And then she shows me her butthole. And I'm like, girl, you asking for it. And I run up to her and I pick her up without consent and I turn her into a baby and I kiss her on the mouth. It's cat calling, that's how you. I think that's how that works. Guys, is that how cat calling works? You want to kiss him on the mouth? Is that? <laughs> it's COVID times. Don't do that. Stop it. <laughs> the mask kiss. That's the saddest thing I've seen is like when people are together in a space and they both have their masks on and then they go in for the like the like the mask on mask love. Is that something? Are you in a relationship? Are you happy? <laughs> I can tell by the by the cadence of your voice that you are ecstatic about. Have you been locked down together in COVID forever? No. This is a new thing. Did you meet? Did you meet on like, how did that work? How did you meet? <laughs> Through, okay, so one of the apps. Okay, so here's my question. When you went on your date at like a lake or like Dolores Park, how many minutes before you took the mask down? Were you like, oh, wow, this is the first date. You are brave. You brought a first date to a comedy show? Wow. Wow. You are the bravest man in San Francisco. You are. Wow. They feel close enough together to be within the six feet, but they keep, keep the mask on. I don't understand. How do orgies work in San Francisco anymore? Does like everyone just keep a mask on and there's no more spitting in each other's mouths? Is that over? Is that done now? That's, that's like Burning Man 2007. They're like, we all have herpes. Everyone's got it. Everybody chill out. No, we were all so worried about that. Uh, all the weird San Francisco hygiene issues we have to deal with. Hi! There's so many weird San Francisco hygiene issues that I... So I... Th this skirt is made out of, out of jeans. They were, they were pants I found in a tree in the mission. <laughs> tree pants are a thing, right? My hygiene question is if my tree pants don't smell like pee, do I have to wash them before I wear them? No, you know, <laughs> put them in the freezer. <laughs> it's fine. Also, I've been wearing this for like 18 days and it smells like my pee, which I kind of like, so that's weird. Um, 
been in, I've been alone for a long time. Things get weird, man. Uh, hygiene question number two. If you're using the public restroom at Civic Center, do you leave the toilet seat up or down after you've been slamming heroin? Is that an etiquette question more than hygiene? I don't know. But question number three, I, like other San Franciscans, trying to lower my carbon footprint, right? So if I use the same teepee to wipe my nose as my tushy, can I give my butthole herpes? Dermatologist says yes. <laughs> herpes simplex one and two are the same herpes. It's just location, location, location. Don't live in the tenderloin is the... <laughs> crux to that story. Uh, I do live there. There is a lot of um, fecal matter on the street and I play a fun game with children. I don't know if any of you ever hung out with small children. Uh, you can play this game with them too. When you walk by a pile, you point and say, man or beast, man or beast. It's a fun game. Man or beast. I learned recently that um, like opiate addiction makes you have really hard poos. So they're like little pine cones. Right, easier to clean up. And I also learned from a four-year-old that if it's up against a wall, it's always man. <laughs> Four-year-olds, they understand physics. They're just amazing little creatures. <laughs> just like crazy awesome. Okay, cool, you guys ready to get this started? Yeah! Uh, I'm your host, I'm gonna be here all night, Pam Benjamin. Um, can you believe that was a clean set? See, I did an F-bomb once. Isn't that amazing? That's how much I care about the children in our neighborhood. <laughs> Poop jokes, fine. <laughs> F-bombs, not okay. Uh, but this is Mutiny Radio, and you can always um, donate to us through our Venmo at Mutiny Radio, all one word, and it's an Ernie and Bert logo, and you're like, what does that have to do with anything? It's a long story. <laughs> uh, and then we also have Money Jar here if you want to give us money, which is amazing because we're staying alive in COVID and we're back! And um, But b definitely take seats and be socially distanced and feel comfortable and safe. And I'm super excited to bring up your first comedian of the evening and i'm so excited we have four women on the bill tonight oh yeah yes not that i mean you can identify i don't even identify i don't know what to identify anymore i identify as a witch my pronouns are us and we like <laughs> that's how i'm identifying at this point uh your first comedian in the evening though she's such a joy and so much fun to have here put your hands together for shelby wilson yay Do I need a cover on this? No, I'll take one. Okay. Hey, everybody, what's going on? That was fun. I didn't see the people accumulate from inside, so this is a surprise. <laughs> I'd kind of like this every time I walk out of my apartment, though, like an audience. I took my love languages test, and I got all of them, so I think it is just attention. So this is nice. Hi, guys. Um, okay, so we've all heard about the GameStop news, right? We all know what's going on with GameStop. Um, so I guess that means it's time for me to admit um, my feelings for all the gamer Reddit guys I turned down in college. Um, I guess it's time to let them know that I've actually loved them all along. And yeah, I think now's the time I'm ready to talk about it after watching the news and the stock prices go up. Not to be like that white girl, like obviously I want to make it for myself, but I'm from Orange County, so if I could just marry into it, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine for me, all right? Pride aside, that's security. 
Um, I am from Orange County, California. People don't usually get that vibe immediately from me. But down to the bone, like, I'm a solid white girl. Like, I've <laughs> I spent the last, like, 72 hours listening to Nelly Furtado's I'm Like a Bird. So I don't know what I'm going through, but it's probably from the seventh or eighth grade. <laughs> Maybe we'll figure it out at hour 96. I don't know. Um, I love the early 2000s, and I was young, like I was like a six-year-old, but I looked up to like my, my friend's older sisters, right? Like they were 2000s hot, like they had platform vans, they had true religions, they had Ed Hardy t-shirts, and I wanted that so bad. Like I see ads for Fashion Nova, like I guess that's what people's celebrities are wearing now. I'm like, absolutely not, like show me an ad for some fucking bedazzled jeans. <laughs> like that's where I would put my money. Um, yeah, I just like it's different now being an adult and then wanting these things from the 2000s. Like, thankfully, Gen Z, they're very nostalgic. They're bringing it back and they're having a fun time with it, like Juicy Couture sweatsuits. They think it's really cute. I think it's the coolest thing I've ever seen still to this day. And I can finally afford it, right? Like, I have a big girl job. Like, I don't just need an eating disorder to chase Coke chic. Like, I can buy Coke <laughs> now. I can have it all. It's finally coming together. Um... I see a couple comedians in the audience, but let's just open up to everybody. Who has insecurities? <laughs> let's hear it for insecurities. Yay. Yay. Maybe they're real. <laughs> we don't know. Um, I have insecurities growing up because my dad was a really rough guy. He was kind of unstable. Um, so he would make scenes in public, right? And I thought if people were going to be looking at us, I at least wanted to look good. So... <laughs> That's kind of where I was coming from. So uh, he was like a really unstable guy and it was Orange County. Um, he was economical though, like a lot of people were getting nose jobs in high school. I just got like a nose jab. <laughs> it was very effective for the most part. Um, he also, so it was actually, it was really cute. And like I couldn't say no when I was offered a free car, right? Like how do you say no to that? Like that's an excellent economic proposition for me. It was from him and I didn't really give him the love in return that he expected for it, so it was kind of stolen. Like, it was a little, little bit of an emotionally stolen car. That's maybe my bad. Like, sorry for the obligation to love you for 100,000 miles. That wasn't in the contract I signed. Um, yeah, he was a weird guy. He always wanted everyone to refer to him as Dr. Wilson, right? Dr. Wilson. So when you're talking to a group of five-year-olds and you're picking them up from the play group, and they're like, hi, Mr. Wilson. They're like, oh, it's Dr. Wilson. They're not gonna listen to you. My best friend in particular, she never called him doctor. She was always like, what's up, Mark? And he hated it. And so my dad was unstable. He was also very petty because he referred to her as my, as my fat friend for the rest of my life. This is who we're dealing with. This is my father. This is why I'm this way. Um, but it was interesting. Like, so I was a very insecure kid. I like cared a lot. Like you reach that point, maybe like in middle school or something, you start to really care about the way that you dress, right? Like it's important to you. You want to look cool. I reached that point in elementary school and everyone was wearing Converse, right? Jack Purcells, ooh, like that was the cool thing. Well, my mom was still buying my clothes and right there's this like tension between your mom buying your clothes, what you wanna wear. She has a Kohl's coupon and she's gonna use it how she pleases. Like she doesn't care what you want. So I ended up with this ridiculous pair of patent leather white sketchers with like electric blue toothpaste accents. Like they were god awful, they were terrible, terrible shoes. And I was mortified, I was mortified. I wanted to look cool and I was stuck in these things. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna burn through these as quickly as possible. I'm gonna just like play hard. In two weeks they were destroyed. I was elated, I was like, yes, time for new shoes. My mom was like, you love them so much, I got you another pair. Kind of mortifying. Not really how I wanted that situation to end up. 
there was another time I was so concerned with what I was wearing. I was in Girl Scouts. Anyone else Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts? Yes, yes. Um, so we had to do this ceremony called bridging, where you walk across the San Francisco Bridge. It's like you bridge into a new age group. It's a great time. Well, they make you wear these god-awful, like, fluorescent pink hoodies. It was awful. Like, it doesn't look good on anybody's skin tone. So what are we, so, I mean, I'm sure it's like a traffic hazard. Like, they just didn't want their little angels to get hit by a car. So, like, please, they're in bright pink. Don't hit them. But it was just mortifying. And I was, like, about to be in middle school. I was trying to be cool. I had to wear this awful hoodie. I'm walking across the Golden Gate Bridge, just so embarrassed to be with this group of fluorescent pink. It was awful. The real event that day, though, was that a woman actually jumped from the Golden Gate Bridge while we were walking across. But I was thinking, there was a way out of this. I still think about it to this day. <laughs> Suicide jokes are really good. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Like anybody have picked up like weird quarantine hobbies? Like I started dating during quarantine. That was weird. Um, I've also been watching a lot of reality TV. Like Survivor has been fun. And what is it like cars cars drive in and dives like it's not that show that one's terrible um so i've been watching a lot of survivor and i've never been more grateful like i finally finished the food on my plate because there's people starving on tv <laughs> for my entertainment and then the other one that i started watching i started watching real housewives and i didn't need to growing up because duh, i lived in orange county it was around the corner but i started watching real housewives i really got into real housewives of beverly hills a little farther north but i started to realize i'm like there's no real housewives of salt lake city is that because the drama's predictable? They're just going to fight over their husband? <laughs> All right, thanks, you guys. My name is Shelby. Have a good night. Shelby Wilson, everyone. Yay! And then yay! Yeah. Who else loves Survivor? Just me? I actually have made a tape I my goal I have two dreams in life one would be to be on Survivor and the other would be to be the first American on the British baking show the first American on the and it'd be so hard because I'd cook everything with weed and I'd be like Paul Hollywood take a bite of this bread he's like this is really good now everything else tastes better I'm so hungry I want to, I do, I want to be on Survivor though because um, I used, I, I used to be a ballerina and I'm very competitive and I, I just feel like I cannot eat better than anyone else that they have out there and still be in a good mood. Like I've had an eating disorder for years. <laughs> you think it's good. I could totally wreck Survivor. Yeah. Your next comedian, Will, I, where's Will Brown? I was gonna have you go up next, is that okay? But then you came late and then I didn't know and then are you okay, are you okay? Okay, good, I'm so excited. Um, your next comedian, and remember, no F swears. Okay, good. Your next comedian has a new show here at the station. I'm very excited. It's every Thursday from four to six and it's called Funny People, including your next comedian, Will Brown, yay! Okay, does, all right, it works. Yay. 
I got this for Christmas, Christmas present. Thank you, Harry. Um, and I, I love it. It's a winter. It's like it, feel, it finally feels like winter with all this. And I, I can break out my winter coat. Oh, I love it. Okay, let me get back on track here. So my name is Will Brown. Nice to see everybody out. Like it's like San Francisco is alive again. People are on the streets. It's so nice, right? Ah. Oh. So I brought this coat with me when I moved from West Virginia in two nine wait two nineteen ninety five. I've been here a long ass time. Probably most of you weren't even born. So I moved out here. For, I'm I'm, I'm uh, America's favorite Appalachian gay dad. Um, or yeah, something like that. And uh, oh, so but when I moved to San Francisco, it's important you gotta say your pronouns. Like Pam's a witch. Her pronouns are us and them. Uh, my pronouns are yes sir and no ma'am. <laughs> so I'm a little fluid. Um, and so you know, when I first moved here, I was like a you know little gay boy, and I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to go out in the Castro. Do we have some gays here? Do I any anybody? Maybe not. All right, I don't know what you identify as. I identify as a gay dad. Okay, good, I thought so. I was like, okay, I don't wanna like preach to the choir, but you've been to the Castro at least. I mean, probably everybody has been. It's, it's a nice neighborhood, the gayborhood, right? But so when I first moved uh, to the Castro, you know, you, you walk by that, that bar Twin Peaks right on the corner there. And you know we were the young gays, so we would laugh and point in the wind. It's all windows, and we'd be like, "Oh my God, it's the glass coffin!" Ha 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 ha! It's all the old guys having their drinks on the inside. But and so now you know they have to have their drinks on the outside, like we're doing. And you know what they're calling it? The the open casket, because <laughs> they have to have their drinks outside. But you know I was a little bitch, and you know now I'm now I'm older and wiser, and I'm like. You know, these 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 old men made it through HIV, AIDS, they survived. We're all surviving this pandemic. Congratulations on not getting, well, I don't know. Has anybody had it? I don't know. Maybe I should back up there. <laughs> Stay six feet away from everybody. Uh, Mark Neuer, is Mark Neuer here? All right, it's good to see you with a mask on, bro. All right, okay, good. I think this is the first time I've seen you with a mask on. I'm proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you. Good to see you. Um, so, oh, oh, but so then, you know, when I was a little new gay in the Castro, I, I wandered, I was like maybe outside of Twin Peaks, pointing and laughing, and then some like kind of cute gay daddies like came out, started chatting me up, and I was like, they're kind of cute, I'm new in town, and they were like wanted to take me up to their place, and w w they actually lived up towards Twin Peaks, up Market Street, and so they take me in their car, and and you know, once you go up the hill, there's those streets that are named after the planets. There's like Mars Street, Venus Circle, where the lesbians hang out, I guess. And then I should have made them return me when we got to Saturn, because you know what planet's next. <laughs> they lived on Uranus Terrace, which sounds like Latin for what they ended up doing to me later on when I got inside. Um, st still no F stores, right? And you can look that up. It is actually called Uranus Terrace. I'm like, what gay realtor was like, I get to name the street? Yes. They'll be laughing about this forever. Okay, those are old jokes, though. I, I wrote some new ones. Oh, so anybody been spending more time at home lately? <laughs> Just me? <laughs> I've been a little bit um, cooped up, <laughs> feeling like a caged animal 
because my work is on Zoom, like so many of us now. And uh, I just get so like frustrated. I feel like I'm in jail. And I know this is true because like the nice lady that lives next to me, like I said hi to her in the hallway, like that's it. And then like I started this thing where every time she flushes her toilet, I run over and flush my toilet. <laughs> and I, I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> And then I was like, is it like when you're in prison and you just like bang your head against the wall? Like, is anybody, you're in solitary confinement. I just need somebody to know that I'm here. Start doing Morse code. Um, but also toilet related, uh, you know, when all the toilet paper shortages started happening, I was like, let me go get one of those like bidet toilet seats. You know, you can install it yourself, get it on Amazon. And then, um, but it came and I was confused because it came and it has like a remote control. <laughs> I'm like, what, um, why do you need a remote control? Why is the buttons not just like on the side of it? Like, can you use it from across? And then I was like, oh, okay, well maybe my friends go in there. And then I like surprise them. <laughs> I was like, that's okay, okay. Now I'm starting to get it. And then I was thinking like, oh, okay. And then. You know, it seems more like a girl thing, you know, like I'm a gay, so I don't care. But uh, I was like, maybe it's just for guys to feel like they're playing a video game or something. You know, you're like sitting on there with the remote control. And I mean, there's a lot of controls. Like I didn't realize, I thought it was just gonna be like water on off. No, there's like, you can change the temperature of the water. You can change the pressure of the water. Watch that button. Uh, don't overuse that button. Um, and then the water, you know, you can have the male setting, the female setting, there's a little kid setting. Um, there's lots of settings on this uh, bidet remote. And then I realized that like, maybe just to get guys more involved in cleaning their areas, you know, they can play it like a video game. Um, so I decided to call it reverse whack-a-mole because you know, the object <laughs> is to hit the hole and not things popping out of the hole or what I like to call my reverse clitoris at times rears its ugly, <laughs> ugly head. No, I think... <laughs> I think that's about, oh, I have one more joke. I don't, one more. All right, Pam's like, just shut up. <laughs> Go home. Hemorrhoids <laughs> are fun. I wasn't gonna say it, but like <laughs> that is what we're talking, just occasionally. Um, okay, so back in West Virginia, my mom was raised in coal mining camps. Like I'm not, it's no lie, both my parents were. So they pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and my mom was determined her children were gonna be clean, gosh darn it. We had to take a shower every Saturday before we went out to play. Like, come hell or high water, we were like taking the shower before we could go out and play. So I'm the youngest of four, so I was like last in line for the shower, right? So I had to um, wait, and then like my mom's like over there drinking her coffee with her friend, and I was like, Mom, I took a shower, can I go outside and play? And she's like sitting there drinking coffee with her friend, she's like, did you pull the skin back? <laughs> and I was like, Mom, your friend is right, like she said this to me before, but usually it was just like the two of us. Her friend sitting right there, and I'm like, so embarrassed, I'm like, mom. And she turns to her friend and she goes, you know, that doctor was Indian. I don't think he took off enough in his circumcision. And I was like, oh my God, mom, can I, can I go play now? It was terrible, I'm gonna leave you with that. Um, thank you so much. Thanks so much, Pam Benjamin. Circumcision, his choice, his decision. Yay! Why do we mutilate the tips of our baby's dicks? <laughs> Why? I don't get it. I don't understand. 
Will was talking about being old there for a second. Y'all look so young. This is a very young audience. I think I have abortions older than most of you. Like, how old? How old are you? I had I had my first abortion in 1995, uh, and I only have one regret about that abortion, uh, and it's that I didn't have the kid. Because right now I could be having sex with all of his friends. <laughs> that was such a mistake on my part. <laughs> like, I regret it. Big regrets, Benjamin. All right. I, like, had a list in here and I was totally organized. But I didn't tell anybody on the list when they were going, which makes me a big jerk face. But uh, Mike Bonds, you were going to be next. Is that okay or do you want to make Rachel go? You want a mad dogger? Oh, look at that! He wants you to go. You're, but you, you're cool. You, your next comedian. She also has a podcast here at Mutiny Radio. It's on Tuesdays from four to six, and it's called Always Free. She's one of the Rainbow Family, which, if you don't know what that is, I hope she tells you things about it because it's scintillating. <laughs> it is. I'm not. I'm not being facetious. I really do have mad respect for the Rainbow Family. They're like anarchists, and my. I, my rainbow name is Toll House, but I've never been there. <laughs> so, anyways, it's it's like Burning Man, but cooler. Um, your next comedian, you're going to love her. Put your hands together, everybody. Do you want to use um, use that one? And then we'll switch it out, and, and you're good. Uh, everybody, Rachel Pinson, yay! Hello. I guess a rainbow gathering is like the other day one of my rainbow friends was here and I was like, hey, do you want to smoke some weed? And he was like, no, but do you want some weed? And I was like, sure. And he's like, here's a handful of weed for you and you and Mike Bonds too and Pam too. And they're like, what? That's crazy. And that's all you get for setting me up like that. Do we have any uh, queer people in the audience? My preferred pronouns are you, baby. <laughs> cool. All right. I'm waiting for Jolene's to open back up. Um, <laughs> you know what they say about men, you know? You give them an inch, and then they want to give you like six to eight more inches. They're like, when does it end? <laughs> I was at the park the other day, and in chalk was written, um, honey, you'd look better if you put a mask on. And I'm like, gosh darn it, because I'm not cussing on this clean set. I was like, gosh darn it. My whole life, people have been telling me that I need to smile more. Now they're telling me I need to cover it up. Like, when am I going to be good enough? Like, ah. All right. I'm going through this a lot fast. I'm like, I got new stuff. <laughs> um, I've been thinking a lot about, like, uh, consent, because I often do. It's something I, <laughs> I think feels important. But uh, a lot of people are like, I don't know. Like, the lines of consent are so muddled. I didn't know if it was okay or if it's not okay. Is this okay? I'll tell you. I'll tell you a secret about women and consent. If a woman wants to sleep with you, you will know because she's already decided that when she met you and she pre-planned it. She pre-planned the whole thing. Like she's, she's like, oh, what, you live in San Francisco? I live in Kentucky. This is what you do. You get on the one-on-one, you say you're going to San Rafael, then it's only gonna be $7 instead of $10. All right, I just re-upped my Valtrex, I shaved, I have four more hours of being smooth. Why weren't you here yesterday? I don't know what's so confusing about it. I'm just trying to educate people. 
<laughs> Thanks. Yeah, clapped her. Um, Pam was talking about finally getting a hold of the EDD people. <laughs> Not erectile dysfunction people, but the, you know, the unemployment. And I was on the phone with them for four hours. Four hours. And I'm like, you are the unemployment office. Hire me to answer the phone. I will do that. Hire me. I'll answer the phone. I'll talk to somebody the whole time until they can talk to, I don't know. Just some ideas. I'm spitballing. Is it in bad taste to deliver a baby and then write return to sender on it and hand it to the person that impregnated you? How many stamps does it take? Do they take food stamps? <laughs> All right. Uh, you're talking about bidets? Okay, so uh, I was uh, trying to pitch this East Bay Bidet Company because they hit up. <laughs> They hit a bacon, which is like this comedy, whatever, don't worry about it. And they're like, hey, we want a bidet commercial. And we're like, me and my friends are like, we're going to give them the best bidet commercial ever. And we brainstormed and we had the best idea. All right. East Bay bidets, but there's an Australian installer. And they're like, that's not a bidet. This is a bidet. I heard you say you think it's only for Sheila's. It ain't just for Sheila's. I tell you, when I go to a rugged, manly man's house and I see that he has a bidet, I know I can lick from Sydney all the way to Melbourne. <laughs> In Australia, all bidets squirt counterclockwise. <laughs> and they didn't hire us. I don't, like, come on, man. I think that we intimidated them. We wanted to do way, way more than they were asking for. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, have this, I have this joke about how um, I'm like too approachable and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to repeat that joke. But I use crazy as being a defense. And I found a new one the other day. So I was walking down the street. And I hear, hey, baby, hey. What? Oh, man, you're so young to be out here. What are you, like, 19? Like, 18? Are you 17? Like, what are you doing out here? And I was like, oh, my God, what are you doing out here? Are you, like, 19, 18, 17, 12? Are you a 12-year-old runway? Should I call your parents? What are their numbers? And then he stopped talking to me. Actually, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> he just he kept going to tell me about his life. But there's no punchline, so I'm just going to end it there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, even in COVID, people sit right next to me on the bus. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm like, why am I even on the bus? And then, you know, it's like COVID. I'm like waiting for, like, hopefully somebody else is on the stop so they can touch the thing, the same stop. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do it anyway. I don't know. I, I've been uh, feeling a little germaphobic lately. I don't <laughs> like through this whole thing. You're talking about battery shortages. No, shit, I fucked that one up. All right, go on over. <laughs> oh, no, I effed up again by effing up. <laughs> I'm just effing all over the place. A, B, C, okay, all right. <laughs> um, I uh, I usually just, to get men to leave me alone, I usually just tell them I'm pregnant, and then they never talk to me again. But <laughs> I'm trying to work on some different tactics <laughs> Uh, 
I'm like trying not to do old material, <laughs> but I'm like, wait, that was all my new stuff. Um. <laughs> oh, you guys, thanks for watching me have a mental breakdown. It's nice to know that there's people around. Like, I've been. So <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> all right. <laughs> uh, I've been uh, wearing masks around, like just to freak people out. <laughs> like, oh, I'm wearing a mask. Um, now they don't know who I am. <laughs> Uh, uh. What's cool about like uh, COVID times is like if you break up with a really clingy boyfriend, you could be like, "Hey man, if you're not gonna give me the hundred yards that the court said, you can give me the six feet that the CDC recommends." All right. <laughs> now I'm wearing a mask, kind of. <laughs> there was like, a toilet paper shortage, but no one told me how quickly I was gonna go through batteries. Because I've been really lonely, you know. <laughs> Back order on Amazon. I feel like I'm stealing the world's resources <laughs> for my own smartphone. Uh. And I've been thinking about, like, the ethics of, like, some of the jobs that my friends choose to do. Like, I have friends that, like, sling rocks or whatever. And I'm like, if you think about it, I'm like, you're taking this product from South America that children are cutting, and it gets shipped to the United States just so hi some hippie in the Midwest could just vibe with their amethyst. Like, quit slinging rocks, hippies. It's, it's, not, it's not ethical. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had my first job at a very young age. I... Uh, I, was, I grew up kind of, uh, what do you call it, like poor or whatever. So <laughs> we were, my mom was so scared of perverts. I didn't know what she meant, but she was really scared of them. So like we were going to take a class trip to Washington, D.C. And she was like, well, I d don't want you to do any of the fundraisers because of perverts. But if you want to go, you're just going to have to raise the money yourself. And I'm like, dude, I'm like 10 years old. Like, <laughs> I can't get a job right now. <laughs> So what I did was uh, I had a sister with, what do you call it? A, um, crippling drug addiction. Yeah. So, <laughs> and she <laughs> just had a baby. <laughs> and then uh, I would see my grandpa, and I don't see him very often. And when I did, he'd be like, here's $5. This is a hug. And I'm like, that's what hugs are from grandpa, you know? And then she came in and was like, hey, uh, no grandpa gave you $5. If you let me borrow that $5, I'll double it and give you $10 next month. I'm like, right on. So we did that, and then we did it again, and then my 10 became 20, and my 20 became 40, and my 40 became 80, and then my dad matched it, and I was able to go. Like, I was able to make it to Washington, D.C. Like, no perverts there, Mom, you know? It was great. And I found my calling very young as my first job as a tiny baby loan shark. <laughs> Does anyone need a loan? Okay. <laughs> yeah, one minute. Uh, I see a lot of, uh, that's a song I just made up for you guys. <laughs> um, I've been seeing a lot of, like, COVID courtesy, I think is really nice. Like, when someone opens the door for me, I'm like, you're actually going to touch the door? It's <laughs> so sweet for me. <laughs> you're already, you know, and then uh, I, uh, one was uh, this guy who was, like, shooting up, but he was wearing a mask. And I'm like, oh, you're doing that for my health and safety. Like, I appreciate that. And you're, like, raw-dogging a needle, but, like, you're <laughs> I hope you don't get sick. 
Oh. I had a really good closer, but um, the that one guy, oh man, there was this really awful guy who was like president or whatever. Have you guys heard of this? Well, he's not anymore, so it killed my closer. So uh, bye. <laughs> yay. yay, Rachel Pinson, yay. Raw dog in that needle, baby, what? I love that line. People, you, there's chairs, you can move them to places that you feel safe if you want to be in chairs. and that's right. Or you can stand, you can, feel, you can feel awkward with your life. It's fine. I want to ask some questions again about which, which app was it? <laughs> which hinge? Haven't heard of it. Uh, good. That's the one thing. So the one thing, okay, there's two things I've done in my life that make me feel like I'm better than other people. One, I've never seen the movie Titanic. <laughs> never seen it. Not going to. I've also never internet dated. I'm 46 years old, and I've never internet dated. Can we clap for that? Am I a unicorn or what? Right? It's one of those things they are like, oh, well, when you fill out your profile, you know, you need to raise the bar. And then people say, oh, whoa, 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 wait, when you, when you fill out your profile, you better lower the bar. And I'm like, you meet at the bar. What is wrong with you? You don't have a personality? Sorry. I'm not, I'm not trying to. There's no more bars. I don't know how. I don't know how to do it. I love cats. Okay. That's what I love. They are so fluffy. Ooh. They have, ooh. Mm. They fulfill me, baby. Uh, like your next comedian. No, that, that was a terrible. He's never fulfilled me. He's married to another person. There's no. He fulfills me only in bond, bonds of friendship. That was the weirdest. I'm sorry. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Mike Bonds. Yay! Yeah, yeah, you guys hear me now? Yeah. Right, right, man. Give it up for yourselves one more time, man. We all made it to 2021 safely, you know. Most of us ain't got COVID, <laughs> you know. I said most of us. Because some of y'all got COVID vibes out here, man. I ain't even going to lie. You know, I'm getting COVID vibes out here for some strange reason. I don't know. My COVID radar is going off, so, you know. But I'm just saying, guys, we made it to 2021, though, man. Respecting COVID. You know, everybody's got their mask. Got to respect COVID these days, right? You know? Everybody's got to know the, the right sanitizer to have, you know? Sanitizer's game got to be on point, right? Your sanitizer game's on point, right? It should be, bro. That 90% stuff, man. Don't mess with nothing less than that, bro. You know what I mean? Wash your hands and drink it at the same time, right? Fighting COVID. <laughs> Yeah, man. We got a new president. Clap it up, guys. Yeah. Another old white dude in office. I know, right? Like we're not used to this, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the other dude was just like, all right, dude. Now this dude's like, all right, dude, what are you going to do, man? Come on now. Bring it. I'm not going to get too political, and I don't want to go too much into my political past, but I voted for the old white dude. That's about as far as I'll go. Clap it up if you got a big-ass head, man. Clap, clap it up, dude. You, yeah. 
Go ahead, man. I'm just because this one's about us, bro. I'm, I'm going to really touch this right here because you know what I mean? I realized I had a big ass head not too long ago, man. I went to go buy a hat the other day. And the dude at the hat shop was like, hey, bro, it's going to be 8 to 12 weeks before we get your size in. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Your head's pretty big, man. You know, and I got a son, too, man. And he's also got a big-ass head, too. Because I looked at his mom the other day, and I was like, okay, I see where he gets it from, you know. And I realized when he gets old enough, I'm going to have to have two conversations with him. One is how you deal with the police. Two, son, you got a big-ass head. You know? And keep it real, man. For some reason, people with big-ass heads always like to sit in the front row, right? I'm not, not. Man, COVID, yeah. I know, right? I'm still talking about COVID. We all out here socially distancing everything. I'm going to talk about COVID. Clap it up for COVID one more time, man. I'm serious, man. I developed some weird habits during COVID, man. I ain't even going to lie. Can I talk to you, my, you people real quick about my weird habits I developed during COVID? <sighs> I developed a food porn habit, people. Food porn, I love that stuff, man. You know? I got to sneak away just to watch a good macaroni and cheese being made. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And melting the cheese. Oh, my goodness. Don't let it be an enchilada. I'm like, oh, man. It's time. You know? It's crazy, man. Develop some weird, weird things going on during COVID, you know. Another thing is, you know, I use my son's t-shirts to wipe my asses now, you know. I don't let him wear it after I use it, you know. Obviously, that would be just terrible, you know what I'm saying. But who needs toilet tissue, right? Everybody was going on a toilet tissue hype. Yo, get toilet tissue. I'm like, yo, he's outgrown him. He don't need him no more. <laughs> Damn that toilet tissue. We got bleach. Damn it. I'm just playing with y'all. I was actually buying toilet tissue. No, don't go home and be like, this guy was using his son's T-shirts to wipe his ass. Crazy. <laughs> I know, man. I know. You guys know. You got to feel me out here on this, man. How many people think they phone watching them, man? Clap it up if you think your phone is watching you, man. You know your phone is watching you. That's some, that's some crazy stuff, right? I was on the phone, I was using the Waze app the other day, you know the Waze app to get around town? And Waze was like, hey Mike, there's a Popeye's about a half a block away. <laughs> Would you like to get there? I was like, we're gonna have to talk about this later on phone, but I got a few minutes to kill, get me on there. Needless to say that Popeye's was pretty damn good. Hate these phones, watching us. You know what I'm saying? Watching us, just taking down all this data and information just to spew it back at us and then tease us with it, right? <laughs> you know, I don't want to get too personal, guys, but, you know, sometimes I go on my phone and my phone automatically knows what kind of porn I like. I'm like, no, oh, it's Wednesday. How did you know? It's just Wednesday, man. How? How did you know? Crazy, man. Clap it up for tattoos. Anybody got any tattoos? Most people should have tattoos in the audience today. You got tattoos? Yeah, man. You know, it's crazy because everybody loves getting these monumental tattoos tattooed on them. You know, their parents' birthdays, kids' birthdays, grandma's birthdays, all those stuff. 
And then we got any Asian people in the audience right here. Don't you hate it when people get Asian writing tattooed on them? You'd be like, bro, really? You don't even know what that means. My buddy got some Asian writing tattooed. Yeah, I mean, sun, moon, stars. Faith. Right under the elbow, faith. I want to get some Asian writing tattooed on me, bro, but I want it to really be meaningful. My first tattoo is going to say chow mein, general chicken, fried rice. Why is that funny, bro? And two egg rolls. Now you can laugh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight up. Because when I go to an Asian food restaurant, I'll be like, hey, man, it's right there. My order's right there. And just for laughs, I want to get like little Chinese words, no peas, right there on the side. No peas. Don't hate on my tattoos, bro. You hating on my tattoos? See how they do me, bro? I'm serious, man. I love Chinese food, bro. Right there, the menu. It's right there. How many people lost weight during COVID? I know, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to clap it up. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> you lost weight. She's like, oh. Yeah, I know. It's hard to lose weight during COVID, right? Because your refrigerator starts talking to you too much, right? Your refrigerator ever talk to you when you walk past it? I'm like, huh? Hey, Mike, open me up. What? I'm not even hungry, dude. I know you are. Come on. I got a burger in here from earlier. Remember that? Dude, leave me alone. My wife come downstairs, babe, what are you talking about? I'm, I'm having a conversation with the refrigerator, babe. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. You guys said you're on a first date or something like that? or look, <laughs> Right? I, you knew I was going to come over here, right? Is this what a Tinder date or something like that? Go ahead, bro. Y'all ain't even took the mask. What is this? One minute? Oh, okay, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> what is this? A one? No, he's a one minute, man. Look. look. <laughs> I don't know if he's a one-minute man. He could be a two-minute man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know. It's crazy because I'm married, man. And I went, me and my wife, we went and got pedicures the other day together. Fellas, have you ever got a pedicure? Fellas, have you ever got a pedicure? You gentlemen, you don't get pedicures? Go get a pedicure, bro. Just just, 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 just trust me on that, okay? Because let me tell you, the other day I went and got a pedicure, right? And I put my foot in the water and the lady started giving me a foot massage and she started coloring my feet. And I think I almost came, bro. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm about to come. This is real. This is real. She knows what she's doing. This is real. You know? She had the nerve to stare at me at the eyes, too, when she was doing it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. She ain't doing She's clipping my toenails, you like. I was like, oh, my goodness. So the next guy's night out, me and my boys, we going to get pedicures. You know? <laughs> Don't say I didn't tell you so, bro. Don't say I didn't tell you so, okay? Hey, that's been my time. I'm Mike Bonds. Yay, Mike Bonds! Yay! And then yay! I also have a foot fetish and like my feet being touched. Yay! It's fun. That was lovely. Have you ever had your feet in the fishy feet? The fishy feet, you know the fishy feet? You go to Mexico and you put your feet in the fishies eat your feet. They eat all the skin off your feet and you feel like you're part of the ecosystem. It's good. It's like aquaculture. <laughs> um, there's three comedians left and I don't know what order they're going in. You can all mad dog each other. You wanted, you wanna go up next? Heck yeah, look how I didn't swear there. Yeah! Taking my inner base thing and putting them down. 
and uh, bringing up the comedy. Uh, your next comedian, what a lovely gentleman. He's living the dream. If my 14-year-old self and his 14-year-old self could high-five right now, they would be. Uh, because he's the manager of a strip club, and I hang out at a radio station smoking cigarettes all day. So we're living. Our 14-year-old selves are high-fiving each other in a, some other dimension. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy-like motion for your next comedian, Mark Neuer. Yay! Shove it in the hole. Ladies and gentlemen, of 21st in Florida, how are we doing? Stop trying to get fresh with me. So you guys said you're cold, right? That's, that was the response. Freezing, freezing cold. That's how we're doing. Absolutely. My nipples hurt. They hurt. Normally when they get hard, it feels kind of okay. No, it hurts. It's painful. It's painful. I do work inside of a strip club. Uh, I'm the manager, I'm the club manager of the Crazy Horse on Market and 6th. God bless COVID. We are closed, been closed for months. And it worked in my favor because I'm a dropout from Stockton, California. That means I'm very displaced here in San Francisco. So God bless COVID because since the strip club's closed, it's now my house see a lot of civilian you look at me crazy because you're a civilian and god bless you for being one i'm a comedian that means that i live inside of a strip club so that you don't have to that's <laughs> what i mean it's exactly what i meant well I, I said what i meant it's true it's life you know you look like you ride a skateboard sometimes you surf occasionally god bless you i sleep on a couch in a strip club it's so good it is so good it's so good at an eye-opening experience dr dre had an aneurysm that was eye-opening for me because we all found out about that aneurysm as he was in the hospital. He was in the hospital already under the knife, on the table. They were sawing away at his fucking head. If I was to have a, an aneurysm, you would, not just because I'm not famous, I'm not Dr. you would never know. My parents wouldn't know. No one. I would literally decay into the strip club carpet and I would be one with the club. <laughs> Which is really what I deserve, you know? It is, it's what, you know. Some people get tombs, nice headstone, come covered carpet. That's what I deserve. <laughs> I deserve it. It's written in my stars. I'm a Virgo, what the fuck can I say? I'm sorry, Pam, my bad, my bad, F swear, F swear. Oh my God. You guys heard about, um, what is it, GameStop, AMC? What's that flip phone you could throw into a volcano and still it'll get service? What is it, the Nokia? The Blackberry? No, darling. <laughs> it's a little bit older than 2005. A little bit older than that. I'm talking about the Nokia. It's the brick. Motor no, no. Are you 25 as well as me? <laughs> There's a reason I can't remember, you know what I mean? Didn't we go to the high school together? What? <laughs> a, ra a razor, how old are you? 30. She said 30, fuck. 
feel it in my ankles already. I'm 30. It's Nokia. Pam, you're older than time. How old? <laughs> the Nokia phone. They were like the little brick phones. Yeah, from like 97. 97. Yeah, two, I was two years old. This is why I don't remember. I love people from I was born in 95. I'm a 90s baby. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're born in 95, so you're a 90s baby. What was on television? I'm not talking about what you could find on Hulu. Do you even know what Boomerang is? No. No, you don't. I am Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Do you understand? <laughs> Do you get it yet? I'm white trash. I know I'm white trash because my very first crush was all three of the Kanker sisters on Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> Throwback. You know what I'm saying? 30, you should know what I'm saying. Good. God bless. Stocks. I don't know anything about them, but what I do know is that I want Fleshlight to go public. <laughs> I do. I do. And I, want, I wish... I'm not a smart guy. You know what I mean? Drop out Stockton. Did you hear that part? Not very intelligent myself. You know what I mean? Displaced. Not a very intelligent guy. But once COVID hit and the strip club shut down, I immediately went to go invest my $3 in my account into Pornhub and Fleshlight, but they're not public. Why would they not be public? Why would you not go public? I got shorts, you know what I mean? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> Do you guys all know what a flashlight is? <laughs> I talked all day to you about flashlights. <laughs> very, very knowledgeable. Because once I inevitably lose this job at the strip club. Fleshlight is my next target. I know I'm white with a hat on. I don't mean target isn't, you know what I mean? I can't even hold a gun right. It's a fake gun. I couldn't even do it right. Can I try again? I'm going to try again. I mean like target, like that's my next employment. I'm going to try. Not like target, like a bomb. I can't even make a bomb. I can't. I can't. I can't, but, but what I can do is I can take, take paper clips, take three of them, you straighten them out, you put them in your hand, you look like Wolverine. <laughs> now, God, by God, I'll tell you right now, when I get my claws out, there ain't no putting them back in. <laughs> tell you right now. That guy's from Stockton too. I love flashlights a lot. <laughs> you coming out? Please. Please. No? Stay in there. It's warm in there. You guys are fricked out here in the cold. He's all warm and toasty in there with his buns. Love flashlights. So good. It's so good. <laughs> it is so good. Unfortunately, like, flashlights, like, they don't feel like the real thing. You know what I mean? It's a hole. It's, it's moist. It's not the real thing. It isn't. Does feel like a real thing. So what I did is I went on Craigslist and I bought a used one. <laughs> did the fuck did the trick. It did the trick. Feels feels like the real thing. I left it at an open mic. All the comedians had sex with it. Now it feels just like my ex-girlfriend. It's like I never even broke up. So good. I named it Haley. It's such a good flashlight.
I don't know. Oh, I really don't know. I really have no clue. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to know something. I have no idea. Do you have an idea? Of course not. You have no idea. None of us know anything. Anything. You ever? Thank you. So much. You ever look up at the sky? You ever done that? You see it sometimes? You look up, there's stars, you see a star. You can gauge the distance between you and that star with a telescope, right? Mathematically, you can break it down, the distance between right here where I'm at and, I don't know, any of those stars. There's supposedly a bunch of them that you can't see. Well, let's say you could see all of them. There's still little spaces of the universe in between each of the stars. Do you know what distance is between us and the little gap of universe between the stars? That little darkness right there? Infinity. We know nothing. We have no idea. None. We haven't even been to the bottom of the ocean. No idea. You don't know a thing. I don't care if you went to Harvard or Modesto Junior College. You have no idea. You have no clue. I do know one thing. I have a biggest fear. I have a, I have a very, very, very big fear. It's not of the dark. Get away from me with your, I'm scared of the dark. That's ridiculous. You ever been stuck upside down on a roller coaster? It'll be, it'll be your turn in a second when it's not my last 15 seconds on the mic. Thank you. You get stuck upside on a roller coaster, it's terrifying. You can't look to the side of you, you can't look over here for some solace from the people around you because they're just, all you're going to hear is, ah! That's it. That's it. That's all you're going to hear. And if you weren't into piss, if that wasn't your jam before, better get ready. Because it's coming down. <laughs> Physics, baby. I know that part. It's coming down. You ever hear shampoo? Anyways, that was a poop joke, ladies and gentlemen, because when you pee, when you're upside down on a roller coaster and you're peeing, there's going to be poop, too, because it's scary. It's scary. It's scary. My name is Mark Noy. Make it love for Pam Benjamin. Mark Neuer, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Also, urine is nature's wet wipe. Do you know? So it's okay. Urine is nature's wet wipe. Use that as you will. I think about that all the time as a lady. I accidentally uh, shaved. I, I have no idea how you're supposed to quaff the crash site because I don't watch porn, so I had no idea. But I was like, I'm going to clean up the crash site for funsies. That is a slippery slope, y'all. Like, you start, and you kind of have to keep going. And I was sort of shaving from the top, and then I found a bald spot. <laughs> I had to keep going. And then I thought, what is the purpose of pubic hair? And now I know. I think it's to make the pee go into the toilet. Like, it's it's like a si siphon. I know none of you have. You've all shaved... Ladies, whenever you shave yourself, the pee goes willy-nilly everywhere. No? Am I the only one that realized this last week? Because I shaved for the first time in 16 years. Just me? That you sit down and it's... It's everywhere. The purpose of pubic hair.
is to make it go into the toilet. They're so glad they're on the first date. They're like, we're learning. <laughs> da -na -na -na. It's a TED Talk about urine. Who knew? Maybe someday you'll be close enough to each other to take off your masks and pee on each other in the shower. <laughs> It'll be so, it's super clean that way. It's so, it's the best way to do it. It's warmer than the water sometimes too. It's like, ooh, oh, that's, mm. No more athlete's foot here, just pee on yourself. Uh, there's two comedians left and I'm super excited. Do you want to mad dog each other? Yeah, Joanna, yeah, oh my gosh. Your next comedian is not just comedian. She's an amazing actress. She has this amazing, hilarious video on YouTube right now called The Diagnosis. Look it up. And she sings songs, and she's beautiful and incredible and amazing. And you're going to love her up so much. Put your hands together, everybody, for Joanna Bateman. Yay! I'm gonna start off the night with just a classic impression. Okay, this is my impression of the Little Mermaid doing stand-up comedy. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, what is this? Oh, Scuttle told me about these. Oh, yes, yeah, Scuttle told me about these. Look how it works. Thank you. I used to do that joke um, before we uh, were encouraged to bring our own microphones. And um, one of the comedians who went on after me said to everyone that she could smell me on the microphone. And after the show was over, I went up and I just wanted to see if she was just joking or if it was true. <laughs> it was true. Like, I was on that, like my pheromones were on that. So I'm glad that like, you know, now I just get to tell that story and the next comedian doesn't have to experience it for himself. Hi everybody, I'm Joanna. I'm not taking my mask off and I'm barely taking my glasses off. This is like, you guys really don't know what I look like and it's kind of good because we're on the radio and they don't know what I'm gonna look like. My friend Sugar the Roaster said to me, Joe, I'll see you AC after COVID. I was like, that's a good, it is. It's like AC and BC all over again. We've started anew. <laughs> yeah, um, you'll notice I am on the floor. I'm comfortable here. I am the submissive comedian. Yeah, I am. I'm real, I spend a lot of my time on the floor these days in this position, just like, vacuuming I'm a housewife I guess now yeah today I, I I did I vacuumed my canned goods today that was my that was my main activity thank you Gavin Newsom I am now a vacuuming housewife yeah I guess yoga studios were not essential and I wasn't even the yoga teacher either I was the girl checking you in and I think I literally checked you in before <laughs> you do you have an accent yeah like literally 
I fucking checked you in. I, yoga tree. Yeah. He stepped out of his Uber. I was like, I know your first and last name because I literally used to check you into class. <laughs> All right. We've got a privileged among us, okay? Someone who used to take yoga at a fancy schmancy studio. It's okay. I'm a privileged among us as well. My receipts of 2020 are like six pomegranates at Safeway. It's like when they go through everything after we're all dead and the aliens are looking through the receipts at my house, they'll be like, ah, oh, yes, this is, must be an elite, an elitist. <laughs> yeah, that I, I, I married in, I married in, okay? I slithered my sexual feminine power and I'm owning it, all right? At this point, it's like good decision, you know? Fucking take it and run if it's ever offered to you. Take it and run, <laughs> okay? I don't know what his financial situation is or yours, but pandemics, I guess they can happen. <laughs> yes, so I, I, I do, I am submissive, uh, sexual energy for the greater good. Ariana Grande is my idol. I believe she uses this to an excellent state. Yes, Ariana. She has a song about everything. Mark Neuer was talking about space. I'm a knee space. I'm a knee space. Baby, you're a star. Space. I'm a knee space. She just rhymes space with space with space and she wears the ponytail. Oh, I love Ariana Grande. <laughs> Ariana Grande is the Beatles of this time, okay? If you don't agree with me, you're not of the moment. I am she is she is we and we are Ariana Cuckoo Choo. That's the that's the that is the state of the world, okay? Yes. You guys How was your Christmas? Did you guys have a good Christmas? Yeah? The Virgin Mother Mary recently tweeted me too. Hashtag me too. Apparently the Immaculate Conception was not consensual. <laughs> yeah, the actual tweet read, at Planned Parenthood, had you guys been around back then, dot, 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 hashtag me too. <sighs> I know, I know. I DM'd her, I tried to find out, like, is this real, and apparently, she said to me, like, as she was telling Joseph the blow by blow of her sexual assault by God, or like some guy who like said he was God, uh, after she told him, Joseph this, he just looked at her tear streaked face and was like, how did you learn all of this vocabulary? So, yeah, I mean, I still put up my tree and everything. I went through the motions this year, just like Mary had to. <sighs> it's just that kind of year, you know, we're all coming to realizations, okay? The pus is emerging. The pimple has popped. Thank God for Amanda Gorman. That's why I'm wearing my headband like she did at the inauguration. Amanda Gorman, the future is bright. That woman, she gave that speech. She lifted us all up with that speech. 
I, I, I won't say one bad word about her. I, I can't. You can't. She's the next Oprah. But, yeah. No, 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 no. Um, so, okay, Christmas, Mary, trying to recount what I want to tell you guys next. Um, have you guys figured out how you're going to greet the, like, the first time you greet a Trump supporter? Hi, Dad. I think that's how it's going to go for me. Yeah. But I can't, I can't rat on my dad, you guys. It hasn't been easy for me either. I went to the doctor the other day, and they ran a couple tests. They ran a couple diagnostic. They ran, they scanned me for all these, um, all for everything. And I went in there, and I was like, "What is it? What is it, doctor? Is it my vitamin D?" I was like, "No, the D is good. Is it my hemoglobin? No, the blood is good. Oh, it's got to be my liver then. God, my fucking drinking." He was like, "No, the liver looks good, but you are testing positive for." racism and borderline white supremacy disorder and then he handed me this packet this pamphlet he ran it through a few charts I've got work to do so I'm gonna you know travel through this diagnosis as, 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 as best as possible trying to uproot the white supremacy that apparently that's why I clutch my purse when I see black people coming towards me it's like it's in my blood and I, it's just like a part of my blood content. It's in my lungs. I've got stage three racism in my lungs. I'm trying my best to process this. I'm not having any shame around it, okay? I'm trying to get through this illness, okay? People of color, thank you. I've got a problem and I'm trying to come clean. Okay. Um, so that is what the sketch is about, that funny YouTube video that Pam was like raving. I guess it's funnier like in a sketch when there's like an editor and everything. So check it out on my website, joannarosebateman.com. I am the face of white privilege and check out this funny YouTube video. I swear it's funnier than whatever I just did. So Joe Biden is our president and I could not be more happy, thank the Lord, that we mobilized in the millions. I mean, 82 million people voted in this country to knock out the incumbent. Like, that's really hard to do. And like, we can't forget it and we have to embrace it. And I want to credit myself because I kind of predicted that Kamala Harris was going to be a part of this. Yeah, I did. Pam knows. A lot of you guys know. It wasn't just me. It was me and Ariana Grande. Uh, yeah, Ariana wrote a song and uh, for Kamala's campaign, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to uh, sing it to you right now. I gotta get into character. Pretend I have a long ponytail. It's like you have to like be like almost almost an anime like dead dying deer who's like also a robot. <laughs> yeah, you love it how she moves, yeah. You love it how she touch you, Kamala. 
When all is said and done, we need a warm in a white house. Yeah. <sighs> Kamala, she is so fine. Yeah. Trump is such a waste of time. Yeah. Prosecutor and a senator. See the way she like it, how she climbed the ladder. Refuse to relive last election. I'm sorry that I give you erections. You gotta listen, I'm a sexy mouse. We need a woman in the White House. Thank you guys. And seriously, check out, like, if you want to see a funny sketch with comedian Jerry Law 2 Raw, uh, JoannaRoseBateman.com. It's just press play. It's a good one. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Woo! You gotta listen. She's a sexy mouse. You have no idea how often that it's gone through my head. You gotta listen. She's a sexy mouse. No, you did, and it's amazing. Everybody, Joanna Bateman, yay! Go check her out online. That was beautiful. I love, I love that song. You really do like roll through my head, and with the knee slide and the like. Someday, love to be you. Oh. Uh, your next, your last comedian, your headliner. Yeah. He's not going to F-swear either. He's so funny and so amazing. The other Saturday he was here, and he just did like 35 minutes just because. Just why not? Why not just hang out here and just do all the jokes? Uh, you're going to love him. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Adam Close. Yay! All right, all right, it's true. It's true, I am Adam Close. She wasn't lying. Um, my Instagram handle is Adam from Genesis. It's a Bible joke. And it stems from people saying this. Go ahead and follow me if you're into it. Uh, I'll be like, hey, I'm Adam. And they'll be like, oh, where's Eve? And I'm like, you're dumb. That's a stupid thing to say. Uh, it's 2021, so dead, I would assume. Also, I'm from Milpitas. I've never even been to the Bible. It's dumb. Don't say that to your friend named Adam. So I know what I look like. I have a mirror at works. Uh, depending on what part of the Bay Area you live in, uh, I might look different to you. I look like a very well put together guy from the East Bay <laughs> or an extremely disheveled person from the peninsula. <laughs> uh, I can read binary code, but I'm dyslexic. So I'm not very good at it. Uh, I drive a lot for work. 
and I often have to go to the bathroom when I drive. And so, you know, I'd, I'll pull over, I'll pull my pants down, and I'll go to the bathroom. And it's not that big of a deal, you know, it's just something you gotta do. But then I'm just like, I never know what to do with this cup of shit. It's awkward. Doesn't go with the decor of my Subaru. I know that comes as a huge shock that I drive a Subaru, unless there's someone who is visually impaired in the obvious. Use your eyeballs, guys. I look like I used to drive an Impreza, now I drive a nicer Impreza. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden has been elected. All right, we're positive for that. Uh, I've been noticing he's been doing a lot of speeches. Ron Paul bumper sticker, guys. Not making that up, swear to God. Swear to Jesus. Ron Paul's Jesus. Uh, yeah, Joe Biden's been doing a lot of speeches, and I'm just like, dude, don't you have a Twitter? It's a new protocol, bro. You're, you're wasting my time. Um, I, I need you guys to know that I have earned everything that I have in my life. I've worked very hard for it. Um, I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. Uh, both of my parents are engineers, so they were finely handcrafted Italian leather boots. They're really nice boots. And I pulled myself up. Speaking of which, white, nope, 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 sorry. Sunburns are white privilege. I had misread that before. I didn't need to make sure I got that right. Don't ever forget it. Uh, some Bay Area people here. I'm, no, I'm looking at the ages here. You guys familiar with uh, Scott Peterson? You remember him? Oh, a fan, right? Number, number one. She's like, fuck Amber Fry, that bitch. Sorry, Pam. Um, so <laughs> are you Amber Fry? Sorry, I can't. I see the blonde. You're doing you look good. So every Scott Peterson documentary starts off like this. In the sleepy little town of Modesto, California. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Modesto, but they smoke big meth in Modesto. It is the least sleepy town that has ever existed in all incorporated municipalities. Mark knows what I'm talking about. Molesto. I was walking through the streets and I saw this guy and he was parallel parking and his face was all screwed up clockwise. And I thought it was because he was concentrating, but then he got out of the car and he was just hella ugly. <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna lean into it. I feel like ugly guys with the mask are killing it right now, right? Like you guys have been practicing, like there's no need to be over six feet tall. You don't have to have good facial hair or good teeth. Like you've been working on your manners and personality and things like this. So now's your time to shine. Um, if you're offended by what I'm saying because you're personally ugly, uh, like maybe your mom drank when she was pregnant with you and your face is fucked up. Sorry, um, that was the last one. Was the last one. And your face is screwed up like bitter beer face. Uh, don't fret. Don't fret. 
You could always get a job on the History Channel. No one on that whole network is sexable. <laughs> Not even the aliens. <laughs> Usually say the F word there. Um, here's a power move for the guys. You go into a bathroom and the, there's two urinals, but there's a guy peeing at one urinal. Now you don't go to the urinal next to him because you're not a psychopath, but you go into the stall with the toilet, right? And then you pee as hard as you can into the center of the water. Because the guy at the urinal will be like, oh goodness, that guy must have some sort of monster hogola over there. What kind of PSI is he working with? It works. You guys, <laughs> monster hogola. Uh, you guys ever been at a party and you're talking to a guy that might look like me and he says something that you can tell he thinks is hella interesting and you're like, dude, I also listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> all right, I know all about T-cells. It's the most popular podcast in the world. Douche. Um, yeah, we're killing it here. We're doing good things. I listen to rap music, and uh, there's some funny lyrics in rap music, like uh, Two Chains says, "My chain hang, chain hang to my dangalang. My chain hang to my dangalang." That's a six foot seven black guy. It's an extremely long chain. Ludacris, back in the day, said, uh, they were like, hey, Ludacris, what means the world to you? Remember that one? What means the world to me? Remember that one? Nobody? Ludacris answered by saying, snapping bras, menage trois. It's like, snapping bras? How juvenile. It's like the 19th best thing about titties. Like, menage trois speaks for itself, but I think... I think it just was meant to rhyme. What do you guys think? Johnny Depp loves it. Um, Biggie Smalls got a crazy one. He was like, uh, damn girl, you're making me sick. You look so good, I'd suck on your daddy's dick. It's like, what? Never in all my days of gallivanting in the streets have I seen a girl so enticing that I would be willing to perform fellatio on her father, unse sight unseen. <laughs> All right, I added a little bit to that one. Thanks for, thanks for going with me. It's going well. Uh, yeah, so you guys mess with alien documentaries? Pam does. <laughs> Do you guys know that Pam's a certified witch? She's like a grand wizardess in a coven around here. Um, I've asked her. She hasn't been able to answer. I'll just ask you guys. Why, why are witches always cooking out of such a big cauldron? Like, I had to come through the thickest forest to get here. I had to answer a riddle. I had to dodge the dart. You know what I mean? I had to do the quicksand. No one else is coming. It's just us. It's wasteful. What? Like you were just cooking this? You didn't even know I was coming. What are you gonna do with all of this eye of newt? 
Um, I mentioned before I drive a lot, and so I have some observations about the road. If you ride a motorcycle and you have a white helmet, you look like a cop. Drive into a wall, please. Um, yeah, you're not going to like these. They're harsh. Uh, bumper stickers. Nobody asked you. Just merge. Stanford mom? Don't care. NRA? Shoot yourself in the head. Coexist? I'd rather not. Just merge. All right. Uh, if someone has lips tattooed on their neck, it means they used to have chlamydia. <laughs> We're doing this again, Pam. Uh, when you become a sex offender, they're like, you can't go 500 yards from a school. Like, dude, they'll commute. They have urges. They'll just go. Like, it's not... It's not going to work good. All right, I'll close you guys with this one. Um, if you couldn't tell by now, I'm half white. Uh, is it time to stop? If you couldn't tell by now, I'm half white. Uh, if you're wondering, the obvious other half is white. That's <laughs> how fractions work. Uh, as a white, they make me watch UFC, and UFC perplexes me. I'll explain why. It'll be a cage fight, one-on-one, hand-to-hand combat to the death. It'll be a guy, white, named Shane, from Arizona. Looks like that guy, but with tattoos. A tribal tat, for no reason. He'll be fighting a Brazilian tactician with 17 names and a dubious birth certificate. And during the fight, the Brazilian guy will kick the white guy in the head and knock him unconscious. And the commentator will be like, unbelievable! Which isn't how you use that word. <laughs> Fundamentally, it's remarkably believable the dude will get kicked in the head during a cage fight. What would be unbelievable is if this douchebag Shane got up there and said something thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, my name's been Adam Close. Adam from Genesis, if you thought any of that was funny. Thank you. Yay, Adam Close! Yay! Yay, UFC! What are those, what are those, uh, what do they stand for? Ultimate fondling and cuddling? Like, man, they, they cuddle so close. They, like, get right up in there and cuddle so close. They, like, it's almost like later they want to do some light spooning together. You know what I mean? Just a little light spooning. Um, hey, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to bring up Rachel to do this last joke, and then I'm going to come around for the money. Josh, she's going to do a thing. Here you go. Um, we can put a thing on it, but it's my mic, and you're fine. Here, do this. Just for safety. Look how safe we are. Oh, I have a witch. Look, I have a wand. Ah! Casting spells. Love spells do not equal consent. That one's for Pam. Um... I just want to tell everyone that there ain't no nation 
like a donation. There ain't no city like generosity. You don't have to be a Rockefeller to help a feller. And you don't have to be a Trump to help a chump. You know what I'm saying? So like, get down with the kickdown. If you could donate to Muni Radio, we would appreciate it. We're trying to keep this alive. We're trying to keep all of us alive during COVID. Look, we're still alive during COVID. Doesn't it feel good to breathe? All right. Yeah. All right, so I was thinking about how important tears are. Like, it's really important to cry. It's a part of our human, like, it's like it's necessary to clean out our sinuses, to get overcome our emotions. And what do we do? We tell boys not to cry, that it's not manly, that it's not cool, that they can't do it. You know, just take your aggression out in sports and war and kill those people instead. Don't cry. Don't cry. What's <laughs> and it's wrong. It's wrong to do that because everyone should cry. It's healthy. It's important. Yeah. Like women cry. That's why we don't do mass shootings as much. Because we cry. Boys don't cry. It makes them too sensitive. So as my service that I want to provide for equality and for toxic masculinity, I want to make as many men cry as I can. <laughs> I'm going to go around breaking hearts. And just shed those tears while you key my car. It's good for you. You know, and why stop at men? I could look at a little boy and be like, hey, you're the reason that your mother never made it in her career. And he starts crying. I'm like, this is good for you. <laughs> Cry. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, everyone. Yay, Rachel Benson. Yay. And keep clapping for all the comedians you saw tonight. Me, Will Brown, Mark Neuer, Rachel Pinson, Joanna Bateman, Shelby Wilson, uh, Michael Bonds. I already said Mark Neuer. Who am I missing? Oh, Adam Close. Uh, he closed us out and he was amazing. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you for donating to Mutiny Radio. And we're going to be back here uh, next Friday, but also on Wednesday at Asiento, right up the street. You can uh, reserve your tickets for dinner and a show at Asiento, 7.30 show. And they have really, really great food up there. I really like um, their sliders and their uh, bocadillo. All right, thanks so much. Bye. Yeah, it's Jimi Hendrix. Sorry, I mean to come in that hot. <laughs> That's Jimi Hendrix, though. You got me floating. Ah, oh, man, I just been, I'm just so floating. That's some floating shit, man. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix from the, uh, I think this Axis Bold as Love. Pretty sure. It's a long way away. <laughs> I'd have to walk over and look. Pretty sure that's it. It's one of those two. Uh, all right, I'll look. I was correct. Access bold as love. Um, we're going back to the basement. So this is uh, there's this dude Matt. Hold on, let's, let me go back to the email. Um, and he's he's not. I don't think he's a, like a home recordist, but he's a um, he, he he's like a a manager, you know. And he's got a stable of of acts that he represents, I guess, or tries to promote. 
And um, I usually, like, will play. He, he hasn't reached out to me in, in a long time. but um, So I'm just going to go ahead and build, although this isn't really a home recordist, I'm sure, because his guys are, like, trying to break. But um, let's see what Jesse, uh, Jesse Brewster, if you dig this, Jesse Brewster, folk singer, songwriter, any bio on Jesse? Eh, he's got Facebook and all that stuff, so you can, you can, uh, you know, look there. Um, this is the Lonely Pines. So I've got that there. I'm touching this, and um, it has accepted my request. It's good, nice. <laughs>
darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping left its seeds while I was sleeping. And the vision that was planted in my brain still remains within the sound of silence. In restless dreams, I walked alone. Streets of cobblestone, beneath the halo of a street lamp. I turned my collar to the cold and damp. When my eyes were stabbed by the flash of a neon light, to split the night and touch the sound of silence. And in the naked light I saw ten thousand people, maybe more. People talking without speaking. People hearing without listening. People writing songs that voices never share. No one did. Yeah, the sounds of silence, uh, Simon and Garfunkel, uh, we're going back to the basement. This is, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, uh, it's a YouTube thing, Larry B, so I think, God, is that, it's uh, Hey Lonely Soldier, Soldier uh, is the name of the song, and it's in the YouTube, so if you dig this, um, it's Larry B, and then you could probably, um, you know, he's probably got all kinds of things out there. So here's uh, Hey Lonely Soldier, uh, uh, Larry B. Let's see, I've got that there. I'm touching this. It has accepted my request for the... Here we go.
take the risk You're not alone It's not the same You're not at home You fight the war Carry the weight You ask for 